rise and shine. Pour yourself a cup of coffee and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews. Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. said that it reminded me of like where your mother remember that was like yeah that's what it yeah <laughs> good morning aurora good morning aurora good morning aurora the time is 759 i'd watch it go from 759 to 8 now that's motivated right there time is 8 o'clock a.m you're listening to and watching good morning aurora the second largest city's first daily news podcast and it is wednesday the 4th right Yes, it is the fourth, yes. Wednesday the 4th. Wednesday the 4th of January 2023. Happy New Year to all the great people. We had a great guest today, a returning guest, our dear friend, Jean Lynn of Jean Lynn Coaching is here. How you feeling? I feel great. All right. How are you? All right. Doing good. Good to have you back on the show. Thank you. Good to have you back on the show. Glad to be here. Uh, Valeria, good morning. Gloria Juado, good morning. Good morning to you. I hope you will have a nice day today and a blessed day today. Amen. I appreciate that. And Jennifer Ryan Mayton is here as well we got an interesting conversation for you guys today it's going to take some dips and some tips wait hold on scratch that up gb how are you today i'm i'm doing very well okay we got gabriel bradford here uh, today y'all gabriel bradford's our newest intern so you know you can't forget the intern oh yeah shout out shout out uh but we got a great conversation for you guys today we're going to ask you some things we're going to learn we are going to heal together is that it's kind of what we're going to do today right sure we're also going to be sending out a call for people to get a complimentary session uh of life coaching right life mm-hmm. coaching uh with gene lynn here you'll be part of an experiment <laughs> how does that sound i don't know about experiment i'd say more of a project than experiment okay good yeah. good good more of a project than experiment well uh gene's doing a project so you guys can be part of it and get a free and complimentary session uh, but Jean, how have you been? How's how did uh twenty twenty two end for you and twenty twenty three find you? Hmm, that great question. Mm-hmm. Um, twenty two ended. I don't know. It just kind of ended. Um, I actually fell asleep about ten o'clock on New Year's Eve. Really? <laughs> so I woke up and it was the new year. Um, really, it got me thinking a lot about this year and what I want for myself this year, okay. you know, where I see myself or even if where I don't see myself, just kind of what direction am I going right. <laughs> to, what spaces to, to get me in. there. Yeah. And, um, you know, one of the things we'll probably talk about later, but, you know, oftentimes I think like, do I want to go this way or that way? And oftentimes there's a road or a path that's so much better mm-hmm. than either of those options that I'm just not aware of yet. Right. And earlier we were talking about how um, the first time I came to see you, you were in a different studio, different situation. And could you have imagined that, you know, you were probably were thinking, I imagine, maybe this way or the way it is or, you know, and then a road took you a different way. And you're like, wow, this is so much better than. Right. Where I thought I could be or where I would have gone. Oh, no, absolutely. That's uh, there's a there's a huge truth to that, because mm-hmm. at that time I, I can remember my daydreams very clearly the daydreams i was having at that time about the show this definitely is 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 you know above and beyond what i was daydreaming but it's also different than what i what looked possible before me Mm -hmm. what was right before me was one thing and this is not it this is not it so um i guess one of the things i learned about that great question to me thank you uh is that one has to be flexible and one has to be able to like be you got to roll with the punches mm-hmm. i guess they say right you got to roll with the punches so um but we both grew since then yes. and uh 2023 for us is is looking bright Good. it's looking really yeah. bright um i'm conscious though for a lot of other people and maybe you can speak to it too for a lot of other people you know what december is the most wonderful time <laughs> yes. of the year but not for everybody right 
not for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, did you experience or work with anybody sure. or become in contact with people who weren't mm-hmm. having the best ending of 2022? Sure. Yeah. And without I, giving like their, their, yeah. <laughs> their information away. Yeah. I feel like, you know, so everyone is so different. Like mm-hmm. what's, what's not good for one person is, you know, not good for another person. You may individually look at like, oh, that's no big deal. But to them, it's a big deal. Right. You know, and I think it's that time and this time of year, especially to look at those things, see where the lessons and learnings of the last year, you know, landed them right. or landed us. And how can we shift that and have a, um, a more joyful, graceful experience in this upcoming year? And, you know, whether it's strategies like, you know, could be I was so overwhelmed and, you know, working on structure and scheduling and, mm-hmm. you know, giving, you know, it could be a mom who's like, I just want 10 minutes to go to the bathroom by myself. It could be a business person who's like, I want this next goal and I didn't get there. Right. And I had this hiccup or this barrier, this obstacle, and I keep going two steps back. You know, it could be different for everybody on what, you know, is their downfall. Right. So, um, I think it's just really individualized on where they would go from there. But I love... <laughs> being I think I've always been a resource right um in my life people have always kind of talked to me like you've been that friend to (laughs) rely on I have been that stranger to people you know where I'm in the line at Walmart and the lady behind me is you know telling me your life story and you know it's like ma'am I just said where's the (laughs) divider for the vegetables no like I literally have my toilet paper in my hand and I'm waiting in line and it just happens and that's just the type of person or energy that I have and I'm I'm I love that, and I love I love people, and I know some people are like, oh, you know, like I right. do. I love people. I love um, helping and guiding people to get to grab it, grab it with your hand. Grab the next right, place. Right here. The what? Oh, yeah. Like this? Okay. Yeah. Can you hear me? You like this? Like hey. yeah, yeah, yeah. Take it with you. <laughs> okay. I love to. Um, like we're on stage. <laughs> <laughs> I love to. Um, help and guide and be a resource for people and maybe see things a different way right um that they may not see it that we can work together and resonate you know what resonates with them and where they want to go and and moving toward that in your opinion what's the most obvious or the first stumbling block that most people have what's the first what's the most immediate hang-up like what's the low-hanging fruit of why people may have the issue with the next level of progression it's too hard Right, the thing. No, that's the thing. Right, yeah. That it's too hard. Whatever it is, right. is too hard. And maybe they've take, dipped their toe in that water, right. and it didn't work out, and they were like, hmm, right. it's too hard. Because people get jaded by an activity mm-hmm. or something that they want to do, it doesn't work out, then that's it. It crushed, right? The, plate, so, the plate is shattered, and that's it. There's so many lessons, learnings, and positive ones that come out of those. Mm-hmm. Like you were talking about your first studio and you didn't like it. And I imagine you learned so much from it. I did. As to where you wanted to go next. Not where I don't want to be here, but where do I want to be? Right. And really having those goals and mindsets, even the next step, even if the destination seems very overwhelming and big and huge, Mm. you know, being able to break that down into bite-sized pieces so that we can accomplish and look back at the you know, a month from now even, or right. six months from now, and look back and go, oh, look how far I've come. I saw a, um, it was in regards to relationships, I saw like a, a statement or something, might have been a meme, whatever it was, but it said, it said um, one of the most powerful things that you learn in relationship is not who you want, but what you don't want, right? Like what, you know, what you won't stand for, <laughs> like what you, the kind of relationship yeah. that you're not trying to have. Yeah. Uh, that's valuable. It That's is. That's valuable information. I will also flip that. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes when we talk to whoever we talk to, right. whether it's ourselves, God, universe, with these headphones on, it's kind of easy, right? Whatever, <laughs> whatever you talk to right. as an individual or whoever or whatever. Right. Um, <clears throat> I would say putting out. You know, people often talk about, and I often talk about, if you put out, like, if you say, "I don't want this," it's like you almost get more of what you don't want 
So putting it out there is not what I've learned that I don't want in a relationship, but what do I do want? Bring me more of what I do want. Okay. Of what I know I want in my life. And then you'll see that those things are what you start to attract, right? So like if you're going to thinking about buying a new car Mm. and you go see this car on the lot and you're like, oh, I've never seen this car before. Like it's been out for 10 years. I've never seen this car. And then you leave and all of a sudden you start seeing that car everywhere. Everywhere. Right. Right. So it's like, almost like you're drawing that to you you're like yep yep you need to buy that car right uh, the law of attraction yeah, yeah exactly. that's right so putting out what i do want not what i don't want yes yes and realizing that you know when you're talking about obstacles and and things that life truly i feel happens for us and not to us so the lessons mm. the learnings all those things are really to better ourselves to upgrade ourselves I got to breathe. <laughs> so those things are happening so that you can get to that next step. Right. Right. Because if we didn't learn, we'd be in the same place. I often like to use a, an analogy of a baby. So baby wants to start learn, learning how to walk. Right. What happens? Falls down. Falls down. Is he like, mm, this is too hard. Nope. I'm not going to do this anymore. Right. Never. It's never no. happened to me. <laughs> like, okay, I take a couple <laughs> steps, fall down. Ugh. Right. I don't know. I did it twice now. You don't know. They're running. What happens then? Mm -hmm. They fall on their face, skin their knees. They get up. They keep going, you know? And it's just a great mindset to have. Like, okay, I'm just going to pick up. What's next? Right. Absolutely. What do I need now? Um, And plus, uh, for all those parents out there, we all know that when the kids are, they fall, they get up, they fall. What they start doing is grabbing the table, right? Mm -hmm. Shout out to all the parents. And then they kind of, Right, and they start going from chair to chair. A little bit more yeah. steps. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, look what I can do now. Exactly. You know, and it's kind of a great analogy for us. So if we take those steps, we fall down, we keep going, and we look back, and we're like, "Oh, look at me! Yeah. I'm walking." Absolutely. Pretty soon, I'll be running. Next thing you know, I'll be sprinting. Right. Um, I personally, uh, because one of the things that you know we've been doing on this show too is we've been interviewing people who are either part representing a business or have their own business or um, are uh, part of the community doing activities, mm-hmm. whatever. What I have seen is two things, and this is going to be our third year doing this in May. I've seen folks who've had some issues mm-hmm. with their business or the organization, and they keep moving along. Mm-hmm. I've also seen folks who uh, maybe took a hiatus or a little something on their business, whatever the case may be. And now that's, you know, now it's the wheels are kind of spinning. And it's not a knock. It's just not, you know, no activities. Anything could have happened. And when you, when I do meet some of these folks and talk to them, that's where they're at right now. For a lot of them, they maybe started a business during the pandemic yep. because they had no job. Now they got a job. So what was making them happy in a creative sense they had to put on hold now to go back to the grind just to get through. Um, it's just, it's, it's right. The, the, <laughs> the life equalizer balance kind mm-hmm. of thing. It's, it's amazing. That's why I have a, my heart. I was kind of talking to Gabriel about this last week. My, this doing this has made me even more of a bleeding heart kind of person, right? Because I'm able to empathize more because I'm talking to people in all levels of their life. Like, Every, every peel of the onion is something that I can learn from or hear about from them. Um, and I'm not a life coach. So a person like you, uh, I'm glad you come on again to share this with us because, like, it's making me think now, too, like, wow, what do I want for myself? Yeah. What am I trying to get out of it? Mm-hmm. And what's it for me, right? Um, I think I found my it. But I know a lot of people maybe have not found theirs yet, you know, but how can we help them find theirs? Is there a way to help them find it? There is. Um, it's going to be one of those individual type of things again, mm-hmm. you know, where, what it is. Um, but I would say if, okay, <laughs> I would say this is something I actually said to my son when he was going to college mm-hmm. and trying to figure out what he wanted to do. And then the pandemic hit and, right. you know, all these things. And... Um, I said to him, if money wasn't an issue and failure is not an option, what do you love to do so much that you would do it for free? Wow. 
you know what? And do that. Yep, and do that. Uh, my mom asked me that when I was a real young man, and uh, I told her I wanted to be a comic book artist, mm -hmm. which is what I wanted to do. And I wrote a letter to Marvel Comics, and they sent me a nice letter back that said, like, you know, don't quit your day job, kid. <laughs> but um, but news was at the same time like my thing too. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a really liberating question. Yeah, and if you have to, you know, for survival, you know, get that job that has a steady paycheck and insurance and mm -hmm. whatever it needs to be, just making sure that even if you do have to put that on hold a little bit, your passion or your desire to really have that business or right. whatever that that path is for you, whatever your purpose is, whatever you want to share with the world, whether it's for money, not not money, you know, whatever it is. Um, even if it has to be put on hold because let's say you did get a new job and you have to really focus on learning that for six months or right. whatever it is, just making sure that that dream is still there and that you have a plan on when you're going to start implementing that again. Because it's kind of like, you ever have a friend and you're like, oh yeah, let's get breakfast and it never happens. Right. Right. So setting a date for yourself, setting a a timeline for yourself and it's okay you know if it's not right then but right. at least you have that mindset that you're working toward that just having some sort of destination right some sort of goal to keep that alive because that's why you're here i think we should ask the audience then uh let's ask them in the chat what would you do if money and failure weren't an option right if money and if failure, money wasn't an issue if money wasn't an issue failure wasn't an option and failure wasn't an option michael rayford good morning dan burrill good morning dora sanchez soto good what morning karina suarez darling good morning alejandra moscote good morning the question of the day is what would you do if money wasn't an issue and failure wasn't an, an option. option put that in the chat michael rayford i call him, i'll call him out by the government name <laughs> michael rayford Dora, put that in the chat. What would you do? I see it, but here's the thing about this, the audience that we have, and you've been in the chat too. Mm -hmm. We have an audience, dare I say, that is doing it, mm -hmm. maybe. You know, like I know these people. Mm -hmm. I know Karina Suarez Darden. I think, they, I think some of them are maybe doing it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. If they are, that's liberating and I like that. And it is it. And there's times where we are going to hit those walls, those obstacles, those hurdles. And that's where someone like me comes in to help break those. What in the world is that? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just trying to put it in the chat. Oh, oh scratch it up. Yeah. Thank you. Anyway, what were you saying? I don't remember. Um, Where somebody like you comes in to... Oh, sometimes when we're, we even know what it is, or we're mm -hmm. like, oh, we want to do this, or, I, you know, it could be a relationship with your family, it could be a job, it could be a lot of different things, that we face these hurdles and these barriers and these obstacles, and we may have tried different avenues, or why can't this get better, or why right. am I doing this? And that's where someone like me comes in to help heal, release, you know, and... Um, remove some of those blocks and barriers so that we can get to that next step nice um so the time is 8 17 a.m you're listening to and watching good morning aurora second largest city's first daily news podcast gabriel do me a favor take us to a commercial as mentioned we're going to give these people some of the local news real okay. quick and then we'll let them think about what they would do if money wasn't an issue and failure wasn't an option all right so the state of Illinois is clarifying a law intended to ensure that workers receive at least one day off per week. Modifications to the One Day Rest in Seven Act include specifying that workers receive 24 hours off after working six consecutive days, regardless of whether the days fall within one calendar week. The new law also requires a second 20-minute meal or rest break for employees who work a 12-hour shift. Current law requires one break for those who work seven and a half hours or longer. The measure also increases penalties for employers who violate the law, increasing the current fine of up to $100 per fence to a fine of up to $250 or up to $250 in damages paid to the employee for companies with fewer than 25 workers and a fine of up to $500 and up to $500 in damages for larger firms. And the, uh, the Latin X Resource Center is open at Wabansi. And if anyone has any questions or 
concerns for them, you can uh, reach them at uh, at Fortega Pelagutguachi at wabanzi.edu or um, Janisa Nino at jnino at wabanzi.edu. And this, again, this is a great resource for uh, Latino and Latinx students to uh, receive uh, different supports and stuff that they may need. So it's, uh, again, it's free and open to uh, college students. And then the King County 211 number is uh, it's for free service human services in King County that you can get help with clothing, food, shelter, housing, rent or utility assistance, counseling and many more services. It's uh, a free number that you can call and it's confidential. So if anyone's in need, again that number is 211 and they'll be able to help connect you with any resources that you may be in need of or uh, looking for. All right, thank you very much for that, Gabriel. The time is 8.20 a.m. Um, a.m. Duh. Uh, Ginger Gallagher is here. Good morning to you, Ginger. Dan says, I would like to paint a mural and write a book. Hmm. I like that. I like that. Oh, I love that. Paint a mural and write a book. What would the book be about, Dan? Here's, here's where I would go with that. Like, mm -hmm. okay, tell me what that mural looks like. Are you in it? Are you looking at it? Like, what does it mean to you? What does it rep? Sorry, I'm not. No, you're good, you're good, you're good. What does it mean to you? What does, you know, is it a reflection of you and your life? Is it just beautiful? Like, what about that? Right. You know, tell me more about that. And that might lead into deeper things. Um, um, and then also the book. Does it have to do with murals? Is it about your life? Like, what? Yeah, Dan, can you know, we get so some more, more information about that? <laughs> yeah, I'm like sure there's the more, but there's, there's so many places, you right. know, I could go with that. So when you said, like, how would you, you know, share with people? Well, it just depends what's shared with me, and that's kind of what I would use to go deeper within them yeah. to find maybe that root cause or that root issue, which sometimes we think we know what it is, um, but oftentimes it's not what we think it is, and it could be deeper than that. How, what do you mean by... Not what we it's think more it, the, yeah. Um, so oftentimes, um, what stops us is our heads, like we're not good enough, or the fear, or whatever it is. But that came from somewhere mm. deeper, and it might be like, oh, you know, that's because I didn't grow up with money. Well, it might be because you went to the store when you were five and you wanted a teddy bear and you couldn't get it. You know, so there's there might be the same thing but deeper um or it could be you know something totally different so it's just interesting and that's i know we didn't talk about but i have life coaching and hypnotherapy so the hypnotherapy people are very conscious and awake mm -hmm. it's just a state almost like a meditation kind of state okay where somebody's just really relaxed and they're not in their head so much right and more in their heart and what i call their unconscious mind Okay. Okay. Not your subconscious mind, but an unconscious mind, which kind of stores all the memories and resources okay. of our lives. And um, so that helps me guide them to that place to process this information much more effectively and efficiently. The unconscious mind. Mm -hmm. How does one go from the, what's the difference between the subconscious and the unconscious? Way too much for this. <laughs> what do you mean? Way too much. We, we still got time. It's 822. No. It, d the, the mind, when that's, I say... That's, which, that's has, something you can learn from coaching. Yes. I'm sure. Okay. Yes. Right. Um, there's different... You know, there's your, your conscious mind. You know, there's your subconscious mind. There's your unconscious mind. And the unconscious mind um, is just deeper than, than those things. And it processes much more effectively because oftentimes our heads can get in the way. Um, Dan says, I love history, so that would need to be in the mural or book. Nice. I like that. Now, that's pretty yeah. interesting. So um, it kind of gives or helps guide as to, okay, I would want to do this and maybe write a book about this. You know, kind of gets the, the right. juices flowing. Hmm, interesting. Um, and then Michael Rayford says, what was the question? The question, again, for those um, who are just joining us is, uh, if money wasn't an issue and failure is not an option, what would you do? 
if money wasn't an issue and failure wasn't an option, right. what would you do? What would you do? Um, <laughs> now, Doris says, here's, what, here's a good one. She says, I'm living my dreams. Taking risks is part of life. Just do it. Uh, mm-hmm. Dora is the proprietor of McCarty Mills Tap Room, one of the best nice. establishments in Aurora. You've been, been there? there. Yeah. Oh, you, oh, you, I have. Uh, you I know hang, about I it. hang in Aurora. I've okay. been here almost 18 years. Yep. <laughs> yeah, shout out to uh, McCarty Mills. McCarty Mills is a uh, fantastic local mm-hmm. establishment on River Street. Um, and I can tell, so with her saying that, I can concur. Mm-hmm. Because when you go in there, it gives you the appearance of a, the staff isn't all, don't want to be there all. Oh. Yeah. You know, um, it is def- it's definitely got the life and it shows. So congratulations um, yeah. to uh, McCarty Mills. And um, Michael Rafer says, I'm creating my own space, edutainment, media, podcasting with financial icing. Now he's doing that again, just like I was saying. Yeah. He is a guy that is doing, he used to work for PBS. When I met him, when I, I'll scratch it up. I'll give you my right now, kind of what Gene and I were talking. When I met him, I was like, this dude worked for PBS. I was like, I wish I could work for PBS. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That was, I was like, holy cow. Like, he's been in the, mm-hmm. he's literally been in the pond I'm trying to get into, you know? Mm-hmm. So that was um, really refreshing. Yeah. Um, you need people like that. And uh, Gabriel Bradford says, if money wasn't an issue, oh, he put the question. Thank you, Gabriel. I was like, I was like, why is his answer the question? <laughs> <laughs> That's um, deep. Right. That's real deep. Cindy says, I would travel the world and write a book. A lot of writers in mm-hmm. here. A lot of writers. Is it more about the sharing the experience or actually being an author? Um, would be what my question to her would be. Let us know. Yeah, yeah Cindy, what would it be? Sharing the experience of being an author. What um, What is the motivation behind yeah. that? Um, now, can you let's talk about the project. Sure. Um, we're looking for 15 people mm-hmm. for a complimentary session. Yes. All right. Um, talk about that that um, session and how they can get in contact with you. Sure. So you can email me. I think that's the best way mm-hmm. um, for us to connect, and I can give you all the details and set you up. Okay. With an, it's going to take about an hour. Okay. And you can reach me at gene at gene Lynn, not at gene. Let me start that over again. <sighs> gene at gene Lynn coaching. So gene is J-E-A-N. Okay. And then at gene Lynn, L-Y-N-N. Coaching.com. You put that in the chat for people, Gabriel. Thank you yeah. very much. Um, how long are sessions? About an hour. About an hour. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, and do you have a? You've got a broad breadth of experience doing this. How many years? I do. Well, I became a full-time coach four years ago. Okay. Um, but I've been doing it probably about seven years now. Mm-hmm. Um, prior to that, I did um, dabble in some other areas but as an actual life coach hypnotherapist it's been about seven years okay mm-hmm. um and i i also want to share you know yeah. i have a background in a lot of different industries as well you know so just so people can feel like i'm identifiable to them you know i i grew up um just a little bit about me i grew up in a uh, my parents were deaf i'm the youngest of seven kids so saying that i feel like maybe some of you in the multicultural upbringing can understand what that feels like to be in a household where they speak one language and have one culture Mm -hmm. and then you go out into the rest of the world and it's different and bringing those two lives together and sometimes interpreting for your parents or different things um And without going into every step of my life, (laughs) I will say that I've been in the corporate industry for a long time. Um, I also did hair. I was a hairstylist. So it's, uh, I've, I've definitely had a lot of different, um, jobs or careers along the way and had a lot of different experiences. And I feel like because of my experiences or my background, I can relate to a lot of people in their situations. Right. Um, but like I said, I've always had this desire to be a connector, to be a helper, to you know help people solve their, their you know or help them with their needs, whatever that is. How difficult has that been working in corporate America? I mean, that that, that would right. I'm yeah. Just, well, uh, <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> what, what's metrics. Like? And, yeah. You know, you're not good enough if you don't answer the phone this right. fast. You know those sorts of things. 
Um, I would say that the way that played out in corporate America were just the relationships that I had with the people that I worked with and their ability to share with me and, you know, knowing that it's not going to be in a judgmental way Mm -hmm. that I'm really just there to listen and to maybe share some insights or get them kind of thinking differently about a situation and I'll bring up a situation actually it has nothing to do (laughs) with the corporate this way but my experience but the other day I actually was talking to a young gentleman and he said to me you know I just don't understand why these people don't show up for work and you know like he has all these goals if he wants to be you know manager and he wants to do all these things right and I was like well that's your journey and that's your life you know I said but the people some people just want to go for the paycheck Right. You know, you don't know what's going on in their life. They could have a parent they're taking care of. They could have a family. They don't want to deal with people not showing up or, you know, managing right. people. You know, they just want to go, do their thing, get their check, and go home. And that's where they want to spend their time and their energy and right. their joy. So just everybody's different. Yep. And realizing even in corporate America, even if it might seem a little boxy to some people, <laughs> there's a lot of different personalities. Um that work there and that you or that I um, interacted with on an everyday level. I mean, it could be everyone from somebody cleaning the building to the CEO, you know. (laughs) So it's just a different environment, but I can definitely relate to that. But yeah, the way that I would say that my purpose kind of still chimed on (laughs) was just with the relationships with the people and really treating everybody as equals. Nice. Um, so now I saw another. Uh, Christina Cash is here. Good morning, Christina. She says, "I would live in the Caribbean, nice, and operate boat tours and an animal rescue." Hmm. Interesting. That goes a lot to show about what's inside of her heart and soul. <laughs> um, Dora Sanchez Soto says, "Others influence your will to strive." This topic so interesting. Love this morning's guest. Well, thank you very much, Jean Lynn. Thank She's you. here. Uh, this is her second time on the show. Yeah. So you know. Oh yeah, we. <laughs> We discovered Gene Lynn a while ago, so yeah. absolutely. Um, we got Mike here, and uh, Alejandra says photography all day, every day. Beautiful. And she is a great photographer. Um, let me plug in Conchita Photography right now. So shout out to Conchita Photography uh, doing a fantastic job out there. She's mm-hmm. doing really good <laughs> stuff. Uh, Alejandra's a dear friend, and she's got camera gear. Yeah. You know, we got the big news camera, but I saw her gear. I was like, damn, screen that comes out. You can touch it. Yeah. Can't do that on that. Goals. Camera, right. Goals. <laughs> um, and then uh, Tracy Duran is here. Good morning to you, Tracy. Norma Peterson as well. And um, Cindy said about sharing her experience with the book as opposed to just being an author. Um, I wrote a book I need to finish. I wrote a book. I need to. F- I started writing a mm-hmm. book. I need to finish. See, rather. even even you get blocks and yep, exactly. Stop and okay, what's stopping you from doing that? You know, so it's, right. it's it. There's deeper stuff there as to why sometimes we do that. Yep. Yeah. Um, which reminds me about the second part of our conversation because since Christina Cash was talking about the Bahamas, not the Caribbeans and operating boat tours. Oh, I'm friends with Christina Cash online. I think you are. Hi, Christina. Yeah, yeah Christina Cash. <laughs> that's right, Keller Williams. Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know how we know each other, but I know your name. Oh, see that? <laughs> Good morning, Aurora, bringing us all together. Um, uh, that reminds me of the uh, second part that we were going to ask folks um, downstairs. Yeah, well, one thing I do want to say before yes, we yes, get absolutely. to that is that super fun question. Um, is um, So for all the people that were talking about the things that they would like to do sure. one day, is just what's one thing that you could do toward that? One thing. Like, not like, oh, I have to do it and make it happen. Just one step. Like, what's one thing you can do to start that journey for yourself? Right. And that journey was, if money wasn't an issue and failure was not an option, what would you do? Right. Yep. And do that. Yep. In some um, way. In some way, shape, or form. Whether it's, you know, one small step at a time. Right. Um, so, part two <laughs> of that was... Um, <laughs> What was, how did we phrase that, though? Uh, we, I asked you a question. Yeah, you asked me. Um, we were talking this morning about coffee. Right. And I was telling you about. It all started over Keurig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, we were talking. Can you some water? Um, I'm okay. Okay. Thanks. Um, so, we were talking about, we went downstairs, and you were getting your coffee, and I saw the Keurig, and I shared with you that I had gotten a new coffee pot. Right. For That's right. And it's a duo where you can do iced coffee and hot coffee. And then, 
you know, kind of our talk about coffee, and you shared with me how you have an espresso machine, and how, you know, we talked about espresso, and I could see the light in your eyes on how much you loved that espresso. (laughs) (laughs) And and so I asked the question, it made me think about the question of, um, if you could have one thing in your life, one person, one place, you know, whatever it would be, um, like if you could afford it, mm-hmm. right, on whatever level that is, what would that be for you? Right. And I know what mine is, and, and Gabriel, we were talking about this. Yeah. And so my question is, if you could have one thing in your life um, that you could afford, you know, it's kind of a luxury. Right. You know, what would that be? Right. And you said? And I said, um, I think I said initially a personal chef, right? I think I said a chef. Yes. Yeah. A what chef or or somebody to uh, make me coffee. You and, said a and chef, and then you said, and they could make me my espresso. And yeah. I said, well, a chef and a barista are two things. You want them to like combine, and you're like, yes. Yeah, <laughs> kind of a chef barista kind of yes. thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's what I would. That's what I would do. I would yeah. like somebody to just you know real quick with the food. I think that'd be probably the the best luxury I would have. Mm-hmm. Um, and yours was a... Mine was initially. I said, you know, having somebody cook for me would be great. Like, that'd be nice. You know, I'd probably eat a lot better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, mine... Like, for no, ma'am, you shouldn't have, <laughs> you shouldn't have yeah. the shrimp platter right now. Yeah. So if I wanted something, you know, not so great for me, it'd probably be the healthiest version of it. Okay. And I wouldn't have to do it. So I like that. Right. I like that whole chef cook. Actually, I said a cook. Not a chef, but right. You did yeah. say you did say a cook. A cook. That's right. Because I don't have to be fancy. I don't need it fancy. I just need it done right. for me. But right. really, so. really, what mine is is a massage therapist and a chiropractor. So if I could wake up every day, get a massage, get adjusted, a couple that's times a, hell a week. Of a luxury. That is. <laughs> if like I had them like on staff, you know, yeah. they just kind of lived not in my house, but you know, close. Oh. <laughs> in the little right, the, the little guest house. Yes. Right? Yes. <laughs> We laugh, but you know, it yeah, could be a possibility. No, it could be a dream of mine one day. That I mean, is true. That's not my my first, you know, step, but you know, yeah. maybe maybe in the long term. But yeah. that would be my kind of uh, not goal, but like it would be a want, not a no, need. I feel you absolutely. But uh, yeah, just kind of fun to talk about, like you know, the right. the picture. What would that look like? Well, we're, so we're gonna ask the uh, so ladies and gentlemen in the chat. Let us know what your luxury would be. That's the way to put it, like what their luxury sure. would be. Yeah. What your luxury would be in the chat. Share that with us. The time is 836. Um, now, I'll tell you this. So, at, now, when we were talking about it, Gabriel brought up, because um, he mentioned, we're talking about, I think it was in the barista conversation yeah. or whatever it was, but he mentioned that he goes to Treadwell for me in the morning time <laughs> at the downtown studio. Yes. Now, <laughs> that's, now, here's the thing about that. That's part of the intern job. <laughs> Now, when Monica was the intern, she did that for an entire year, every single morning. There's a purpose behind that, too. It's not just because I love coffee. One of the perks of being an intern is that anything I eat, you eat. So you got to you know, get you coffee, too, whatever. But um, Treadwell opens up at 7. Mm-hmm. And shout out to Treadwell. I love them, right? But even though the coffee is ready, for some reason... It still takes, you know, I'm leaving out of there at, what, 7, 12, 7, 15 mm-hmm. in the morning. That is crucial time. Mm-hmm. I ain't got 15 minutes to be waiting for coffee. Mm-hmm. 15 minutes, and we start at 8, can't do it. Mm-hmm. So that's where the intern became, like, gold. Well, I imagine you know there's a saying? reason that their coffee takes that long. Because I'm sure it's customized. It's always something. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, yes, and, I understand know, the time management aspect of it. Just kind right. of taking and the I'm other side of things. Right. I'm not, right. <laughs> I, I love Treadwell. Yeah. Got, got the stickers. Yeah. Got the mug, you know. Yeah. Chad, what up? Just takes uh, a bit. Yeah. It, it takes a bit. Yeah. It yeah. takes a bit. And when you're and, doing and you this, don't have time for that. Don't have time for that. <laughs> yep. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> and that's why I could be your, your personal uh, de- ber- coffee deliverer. Yeah. Yep. But... In the in we we laugh and joke, but I do take it seriously because um, I got coffee for a few bosses of mine every single day as a grown man walking through the alley. When I worked in corporate America, mm-hmm. Curtis go to Dunkin'. I I was that dude, right? Mm-hmm. Suit, tie, nice shoes, walking through mud and puddles <laughs> and all that, going to get coffee and bring it back for the whole. I did that, yeah. so. 
It's a small perk. Yeah. Take me to a commercial. Okay. The time is 8.38 a.m. Um, so before we get going on here, and I read your great comments about what your luxury would be, and some of you people who would let us know what you would do if money was not an issue and failure was not an option, I want to inform you of a couple of things that are going to be very important taking place coming up. The first is some breaking news that on Saturday the 14th from 5 to 7 p.m., our friends of the Aurora 88 Roller Derby will be having their Fire and Ice Fundraiser. This is going to be a fantastic smashing event full of, well, roller derby stuff. You ever seen roller derby? Not in person. No? They do like the, uh, yeah. yeah. It gets like, it's like checking. Yeah, it's like American yeah. Gladiators <laughs> on skates. Um, this is going to be... Um, July the 14th, or excuse, July, January the 14th, next Saturday, 5 to 7 p.m. Yours truly, I will be the MC for this event. So please come on out, support Aurora 88 Roller Derby. Shout out to Metal Mama and Crybaby Crier. Um, and they told me I can pick my own derby name too. Ooh. So I need a derby name. Uh, Maybe I, some suggestions on that. We will take some <laughs> mild suggestions. Keep it light. Keep it keep it PG. You know, I need to, I need something I can yell over the mic repeatedly, and something I can be proud to be introduced as. Um, so that's the first thing. The second thing I want to tell you guys about is that you've been hearing us talk about the um, the uh, Ida Illinois Housing Development Agency's current mortgage assistance program that's going on. The deadline for that is January thirty first. So there is still time up to. You know what? I got it right here. It's in Spanish, but with the help of Buenos Dias <laughs> Aurora, I can give you all the details. Um, so you get up to $60,000 per household, and this is based on financial hardships due to the pandemic. Um, to apply, you can call the Neighbor Project at 630-906-9400 or visit them online at www.neighborproject.us. Um, there is an eligibility, uh, excuse me, there are eligibility requirements and $60,000 is simply the, you know, the cap, the threshold. Um, so some people have asked, which are legitimate questions? Hey, somebody I know only got $20,000 back. Well, Perhaps their assessment deemed twenty thousand dollars was necessary. You know, so so again, please, I, I would encourage people when you see the cap on something, you must understand that eligibility and the requirements are what are that's what's primary. So if you're eligible and you receive assistance, that's good, um, and that assistance can help you and be of a benefit to you. The time is eight forty-one a.m. Christina Cash says, I would hire someone to do my laundry and go through my mail every week. Two things I procrastinate. I like that. I like that. Karina says, I would love to have a full-time chauffeur. I hate driving. <laughs> you guys are thinking good. I love you guys. Um, Jennifer Ryan Maiden says, treat yourself at the Zenloft Wellness Center. Great massages. Oh, if you need, oh, that's right. Scratch it up. <coughs> Gina, if you need a massage, mm -hmm. I got a friend named Emily. Yeah. And Jennifer Ryan Maiden. Tell me about them. Oh, hands like butter. Yeah, strong. Strong. I need strong. Firm. They will, girl. They'll have you looking like. I need. I need you. They'll do. They'll. They'll do you in. They'll do you I'm in. I'm ready. Um. Yeah. We'll get you the in from uh, Zenloft. Okay. They're on Facebook. And anybody else wants a good massage? Or reach out to me. Reach out. Yeah. Reach out. Get connected. <laughs> yeah. Do your thing. Do your thing. Okay. And then there was one more here. Um. I would love to have a chef. Maria Chirito, good morning to you. She says, I would love to have a chef. Mm -hmm. That'd be nice. Maybe That'd you guys nice. can go in on one together. Right? Half and <laughs> half on a chef. Yeah, just go from one house to the other. Hey, you know nope. what? You got to think outside the box sometimes. True, true. <laughs> like, you know what, girl? I Look, you got the stuff. You find the part. We'll put it together. Yeah, yeah that's good. Yeah. That kind of leads me into something I was going to yes, talk absolutely, about. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Which I kind of wrote this down um, this morning and because we talked about please it. Please do. Is this is really a time. I'm going to kind of look at my phone for a second. Go really ahead. time for new beginnings mm -hmm. and setting goals and thinking about. Sorry. Yeah, you're, good. you're good. You're good. I'll start again. No. Uh -huh. Okay. Want to make sure they so hear that time voice. of new beginnings, setting goals, thinking about where we'd like to be and investing a little bit every day in ourself and when we look back in a year or so thank you um we could really see how that paid off and it really th got me thinking about i don't know if you've ever seen on the internet it's kind of like you know it has like every week you deposit you know ten dollars into an account or twelve dollars into an account like the number changes every right. 
week um, for so many weeks. And at the end, you have this balance of that you could do whatever you want with. Right. And it really got me thinking about investing in ourselves that way. Like, what can we do every week or every day to invest in ourselves mm. and our futures or our goals or our desires, our dreams, whatever it is to upgrade and elevate ourselves? Like, what's the one thing we can do ourselves with without even my help or anyone's help? Right. You know, I'm here, you know, of course, yep. but... Um, or even to help guide that process and, and think about the value you would have just in a couple of weeks yep. and feeling like I'm moving forward. I'm, I'm doing it for me. Right. You know, um, I, I'll just answer that question on a, on a personal mm-hmm. level. Um, couple, so two things I started doing, I started doing this years ago, but I've, I've been seeing the benefit like accrue for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I go to bed I go to bed early. I started going to bed earlier, mm-hmm. right? Um, my, I start listening to my body. I typically start getting tired, winding it down around like 7-ish to mm-hmm. 8. So, like, pretty, I've, I've got a good regimen to where, like, by 8.45 <clears throat> or 9 o'clock, I'm, I'm definitely asleep or have been asleep, mm-hmm. which makes you wake up early, Um and that's my normal like thing. And I started working myself into those parameters. So when I wake up, I just immediately start working. And I stopped. What happened was I stopped. I stopped waiting to do things. Mm-hmm. Like I'm up at five, but I don't start work until nine. Right. Yeah. So instead of just like chilling and then going to work at nine and doing my work. I started like doing things when I wake up. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna answer those emails now, so I can just be responded to during the day. I'm gonna like, you know, I gotta, you know, crack some stuff out for ten minutes. Excel sheets. I don't, I don't know if anybody else has that, pr- right? Yeah. Pivot tables and all that. <laughs> I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna make my coffee now. Five forty-five a.m. I'm gonna get it done by six. I'm done with that. I'm ready to report on it. It's today's staff meeting at ten a.m. And what happened was my capacity to do things increased. When I stopped doing things just when it was time to do it, I, mm-hmm. I by the, like, after years of doing that, like now, with the help of being a remote worker when the pandemic came too, though, like, what happened was by like two o'clock, I'm planning tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because today has been done. Like, I'm planning tomorrow now. Like, it's Wednesday. I got Friday ready to go now. Um, so, to your point, you know, and I didn't mean to, you know, yeah. we're learning from you today, but to your point, that's what I started. That's that little small thing mm-hmm. I started doing. Like, you know you. what? I'm up. I'm going to start now. Yeah. And it, it's just, you know. And for you, I imagine that gave a sense of accomplishment oh, early absolutely. in the day, yep. a sense of release of the things you had to do a sense of freedom from that so that you can enjoy the rest of your day. Yep. And that's great that you started doing that for yourself and feeling that. And some people might be like, oh, you know what, Curtis, that's not me. That's too early. You know, what if you're just laid in bed for five minutes and just said, okay, what kind of day do I want to have today? Absolutely. What Absolutely. do I want to do today that's a value for myself? Absolutely. And, and that's what people need. And do yep. that and find the time to do that. And I think one of the things that you just said about it's almost like you've scheduled that time for yourself mm-hmm. unintentionally, but scheduled that True. time for you to do that because that's what works best for you. Right. And not everybody works best that way, but really finding what works best for us. Right. Is it when the family goes to bed at eight o'clock or night or am I too tired then, you know, or do I need to get up an hour early, get my juices flowing so that I feel ready to kind of take on the day. Maybe it's sitting there for 20 minutes, drinking your coffee in pure silence, right? Whatever it is, you know, do that. Yep. And it shifts so much of the way we feel and the way we look at the world and take on the world and interact with the world. Yep. And you can be that smile that someone needs. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> at nine in the morning or absolutely. eight in the morning. Yeah. Well, well, and that was, again, and that was another benefit. Besides quitting smoking, mm-hmm. which is, which I've been cigarette free for, I think this will be year 11 or 12. I don't remember now. Besides that, too, um, that is what made, you know, my more and everything got better. Like, 
ah, uh, you know, like it's all gone. It made me a happier person in the morning time. Um, so yeah, but e- but for each person, it is different, and each person and their own intimacies in life is what is going to um, take or make or break it for them and be that moment for them. Because I've been interviewing people and learning from people that for some of them, um, like for example, for some of our friends on the show who are either executive directors of some great organizations like Hesed House or what have you, um, a lot of times their mornings, their their nights are later, right? But um, And their morning may start a little later, but they're fulfilled because they like that. Like that's their thing. Uh-huh. Like, they need the joust. You know, they need to be in there with the swords dueling. Like, having their work done, they, they don't have time for that. Mm-hmm. So, they're more efficient at getting it done and staying committed to it from 1 to one thirty p.m., whatever it is. For mm-hmm. me, I can't do that. I got to be moving, right. shaking right. and baking, you know. Yeah. Um, and I also learned that I can't sit down for a long period of time, which I knew. And corporate America really ruined me in that fashion. Mm-hmm. Because it forced me to sit in one cubicle for the longest time when, like, in reality, like, that was draining me. Yeah. And I didn't realize that. Your cup was like, lessening. Right? That's what I, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, God, you know, mm-hmm. which is why and I'm so efficient now. Yeah. But some people, that drives them. That corporate right. America, that goal, you know, so everybody's different, you know, as far as what drives them and what their needs are, um, which is super cool. Right. Um, one of the things that yeah. um, Gabriel talked about this morning, which I thought of when we were just talking about this, is he said <laughs> one of his, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, but you said right. someone to do your scheduling for you. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He did say that. He did say that. <laughs> I need a personal assistant. I was like, and I, I too had, much. Too I had stuff. a client, I'll, I'll share, mm-hmm. um, that she was going to grad school, didn't know how to schedule her life. And, I, I you know, to me, I'm thinking you made it through college like how how did you get this far you know (laughs) so really she would wait till sunday you know and she knew she had all this work to do but it was just weighing on her all week like you know i have all this stuff to do i don't even know what it is but i know i have all this stuff to do and then it's like down to the wire trying to get it all done asking for extensions you know so really taking that um schedule you know for those people that need that you know so everybody might be like that's no big deal. You just do it this way, right. you know. But some people, it's not, a big deal for it's, you. It's not that they don't right. want to do it; they just don't know how. Right? They've never learned in a way that they can understand and implement for their lives. Yep. And so, by doing that, you know, it made that experience so much better for her. So she knew every day what she had to do, what she had to accomplish, you know, in in little bite sized chunks, like I was talking about. Right. To make you know the your daily life so much more enjoyable. Yep. <laughs> right. Yep. So uh, that made me think about that and the scheduling. And, and scheduling is important. No, it oh, definitely is. It is. Yeah. Because you think, like, a lot of people would think, like, oh, I have this to do. Oh, I'll do it later. I'll do it later. And then it's like, you're Never not really letting later it go. what you can do now. <laughs> well, not let, really letting it go. Because right. it's always weighing on you. It's not like you're just going to tackle it later. Right. If you can do that, wonderful. Right. But it's rare. Um, <laughs> and uh, hold on. Someone said a maid. Who was that? Jennifer Ryan Maiden. She said a maid. <laughs> Uh, Michael Rafer, it's great to have goals. However, we should focus more on the process, our central processing unit, how Mm -hmm. we operate for ourselves. Uh, Well said, sir. Dan Barrero says, right now, I need help taking down and putting away Christmas decorations. We have them inside and outside. Can't get it done in one day. I feel for you, brother. (laughs) I feel for you. (laughs) Well, the good news in that is the weather's pretty good. (laughs) Yeah, actually, it uh, it is. It is. Um, Bite-sized chunks, bite-sized chunks, little at a time. Dora says to Dan, break it up and set only two hours a day until it's done. Break it up. Well, that's, yep. that's what works for him. That's, exactly. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Honey, I get the lights, you get the garland, and together we've cleaned up, <laughs> yeah. right? Uh, yeah. Oh, that reminds me also, City of Aurora is doing um, Christmas tree pickup, I think, this week. Tracy Duran, maybe you can correct me on that if that's tr- uh, if it's all this week, but I think they're doing Christmas tree pickup, live Christmas tree yeah. pickup. Put them simply on the corner, on your curb, and... Come around, yeah. get it for you. I want to mention something that one of the folks on the the chat said mm-hmm. about the process. Right, and it really is about the process. So, even if you don't know what your goal is, it's about moving forward in the process right. of that. And that's um, what I love to do, yeah. and what I love to help people and guide them with that's best for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yes. so I love that he said that because that's so true. And something we talked about. 
a little bit earlier, and we might have even talked about it, which sometimes that process is we think we have two choices to make, one road or another road. Is it this or that? But oftentimes there's something even better out there Mm -hmm. that we don't quite even know about yet. But when it happens, we're like, that was pretty cool. I never even even thought that this is where I would end up or this is the road that would have led me to where I needed to be. Right. That's a fact. That's a fact. And it reminds me of... uh the, of the Aurora sign in the other studio, right? What's that? It, that you haven't seen it because you haven't been to the no. studio. Oh. So we we missing are, out. Well, we got yeah. a part three. I already, we already know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, for those who've been in the studio, you know the big lit up Aurora sign. Um, on the day that I was that we were able to record in the TV studio okay. in the actual AC TV studio on that day, I will never forget walk in and there was just debris obviously this place hasn't been used in forever climbing over bags of junk and i remember the the thought did come in my head like oh how am i gonna right how am i gonna make this maybe somebody you know a commercial building like this will be a restaurant one day bricks and mortar and then i saw this sign huge sign laying in a trash heap and i it wasn't broken I plugged it in and it lit up. And that's when I was like, you know what? Maybe this can. And then it took a while, but that's the moment where I was like, yeah, I never thought, you know, like, because mm-hmm. that's actually the first time in my entire life that I was actually able to go into a recording studio, an actual professional recording studio set up to deliver information. Mm-hmm. Because before that, it was always, all I was doing was daydreaming. When I met you, I was daydreaming. Mm-hmm. But look where you are now. Right, exactly. Not even in that studio. <laughs> <laughs> well, just well, look where your yeah. career no, right, with right. this has come. Sure. And, and looking back, although you may or may not be able to associate to the feelings you had then, but you definitely have the memories of what that looked like and what that was for you and what you thought your future looked like. Right. You know, based on that experience. I would imagine, based on what you were talking about, that future didn't look so great. Yep. But really, it wasn't that or nothing or that or something else. You just kept moving. Right. And then, you know, you got to better places. Yep. By looking at what you did want. It reminds me of a song. <laughs> Don't stop thinking about tomorrow. Don't stop. Okay. I like how I'll he's stop. looking at, Gabriel's looking at you like, <laughs> I have no idea what that song is. <laughs> I... It, I was born about like 18 years ago, so yeah. I, uh, I have no idea. Uh, I love it. If anyone knows what it is, like we were just talking the other day. We were talking about McGruff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like. It's a dog, right? Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a dog, and I totally had forgotten about that. And then, like, all, you know, all the people were lower older than me were like, Gabriel, that's a, that's, that's yeah. a thing. It was like so popular during the, like, 20, 30 years ago, I was like, okay. Yeah. yeah. You're like, yeah. I wasn't even a thought. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I was like, uh, nope. Yeah. I wasn't even in the making of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, my parents were like still in high school. That, uh, you yeah. know, when I came Fleetwood out. Mac. Thank you very much. Yeah. Dan. My man. Dan. Dan, if you do a mural and you write a book, man, also be, uh, you know, a, a, a part-time uh, song rememberer mm-hmm. for, for friends. Yeah. Um, and um, Emily is here. Good morning to you, Emily Zenloft. Um, she's proprietor of Zenloft. Christmas tree pickup. S- Christmas tree pickup starts this week for two weeks. Thank you for putting the link to that in the chat. And uh, time is uh, eight fifty-seven. So, did we get everything? Did that we? Was did, fast. we did we? It, right? See. When you talk about what you love with people that bring you joy, absolutely. It goes so fast. When you do what you love, <laughs> it does go fast. Um, um, did we I, forget anything? I don't think so. I just feel like, honestly, you could talk about this for hours. Forever, yeah. Um, <laughs> In so many ways, shapes, facets, forms, you know, situations. and. Yep. Um, the folks can find you, Jean, at Jean Lynn Coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, you're also on Facebook as well. I am. I'm going to do better. That's my goal, okay. <laughs> is to get my Facebook um, page uh, a little more active. All right. Say that. Okay. Um, kind of, I will say... Yeah, the messaging and, and all of that needs to be updated, but it's there. Okay, all right. <laughs> um, same thing with my website. I do have a website, um, which I'm also in the process of updating. So right. the best way to get a hold of me is that gene at genelandcoaching.com. Okay. 
Um, but I am on social media as well. If you just want to look and read a little bit about me, um, that website is Gene Lynn Coaching. All right. <laughs> Gabriel, put the uh, link, or excuse me, please put your email address in the chat. Um, for the folks, please reach out to uh, Jean. She's looking for 15 people for a complimentary session. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that means we gotta pay nothing. And uh, you she's get working, all the value. right? You got all the value. She's working on a project, so we'll see what that project will be. And I can tell you this: it's a lot better that she needs complimentary. You get a complimentary session for this project instead of like we were talking like a science lab or something. Like <laughs> we need five people to volunteer. Put your hand in this machine. Yeah, see come what out, happens. Right, come out looking like, <laughs> well, look what happened to the Hulk, right? Yeah. He got bombarded by gamma rays and came out green, Lou Ferrigno. Okay, the time is, uh, time is 8.59. The show ends on a positive note. It does. What? And I forgot the camera's over there, so hi, everybody. Oh, yeah. Um. <laughs> well, it's it's <laughs> fluid. Yeah, you. they know um, we're crazy, yeah, you know. Yeah, I'm really crazy. glad um, to interact with you all today and be here. I mean, it, it just brings so much joy to my heart to talk about this and be in the space with you both. And yep. the energy is fantastic. And well, we're, we're glad to have you back. Thank you. We're glad to have you back. And you are you know that you're a friend of the show. So, you know, we're glad to have you back. Um, please get in contact with Zenloff. I'd love to see you go mm-hmm. up there. Um, they are fantastic people. They are the number one in the city. Um in terms of uh, wellness or massages. Nice. So they're located right around the corner from us downtown, Aurora, 6 West, mm-hmm. S- 6 South Stope Avenue, I think is the address. They're on Facebook, too. Yeah, and one thing I will share, since you were just talking about massage, and it's it's one thing to take care of our physical body, which is super important. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also necessary to take care of our, our internal bodies, our mindsets, and all of the other things. Um, and they do really tie into each other. Um, because oftentimes, if we don't take care of, I mean, you always need physical, you know, right. help <laughs> right. um, to feel good and, you know, to loosen up those muscles. But um, also, they kind of tie together because often I've found in my research and my learning and my experience is that if there's something inside of us that is not taken care of, you know, maybe shoved down, maybe not dealt with, or if I don't think about it, it's not going to be a thing. Um, it often comes out in a physical way. Right. So if we don't take care of it internally, it's going to start showing itself externally. And, you know, then that becomes a thing as well. Right. Um, Gene, this was a fantastic conversation, and we're glad to have you back on the show today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I encourage all the listeners today to get in contact with Jean. Please reach out to her. She is a friend of the show. And also want to say thank you very much to Zenlaw for tuning in today as well and being a great community space, uh, owned, operated, and run uh, by women. Doing a lot of good stuff down there in downtown. Emily, shout out to you. Jennifer Ryan Mayton and the whole Mayton family. Shout out to all of you guys as well. Take care of yourself and each other.